You're listening to the Weekly Sermon Podcast from Liberty Family Church. For more information about our church, head to the website, libertyfamilychurch.net.au. I'm sure you're sick of hearing the phrase COVID normal. If you're like me and early on during the global pandemic, you made a habit of watching Daniel Andrews' press conferences, you would have heard this phrase repeated over and over, COVID normal, COVID normal, COVID normal. Whilst the phrase does get pretty annoying, doesn't it? It gets pretty annoying. Got to give credit where credit's due. The government's communications team really nailed it when they told him to use that phrase, didn't they? It has well and truly, COVID normal is well and truly stuck within our minds, and it's on the tip of our tongues, often when we have conversations around this global situation. And you know what else it's done? It's caused many of us, I think anyway, from the conversations I've had with many of you, to really consider what moving forward will actually look like, what COVID normal will look like in our community, but broader than that, what changes we might need to make in order to transition into the COVID normal period. And as 2021 is almost here, and I know many of us are shouting, yippee, finally, it is here. Good riddance, 2020, you have not been fun. I'm sure most of us would agree with that. The thing is, we'd we'd be wise to not only think in terms of making changes in, in terms of how we interact in a COVID normal world post the pandemic, but we would be wise to also consider the kind of changes that God might be calling us to make in our lives as we head in to a new year. So the question I want all of us to really consider today is this. What's your new normal? What's your new normal. Well, let's pray and invite God to guide us as we listen to this word today and as we consider afresh, because many of us have been thinking about this for a long time, but as we consider afresh the kinds of things that God would love to see in our lives as normal everyday habits that will reap great rewards for his kingdom, that will glorify him and will bless others and be good for us. So let's pray together as we open God's word. Loving God, we thank you so much for the gift of your word. We thank you, Jesus, that your word is truth, that your word is trustworthy, that we can base our very lives on your word as the sure foundation. So God, we pray today as we think about what our new normal would actually look like moving forward, we pray, God, that we would receive what you have to say to each of us through this message and that we would put in place these ways, Lord, these habits that will be great for us spiritually, but, Lord, they will also be good for other people and ultimately they will bring much glory to you. And that's what we want. So, God, we pray that you would bless us today and you would speak to us powerfully by Holy Spirit so that we would be on track with you in 2021 and our new normal would be one that glorifies you. So Jesus, we ask all of these things and pray all of these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 
turning New Year's resolutions into habits is a really challenging thing to do. For those of you who've known me for a little while now, you would know that I am in to New Year's resolutions. I don't mind a resolution or two. And believe it or not, you might, some of you might be surprised I actually achieved a very audacious re- resolution that I set at the start of last year. In fact, I actually exceeded the resolution that I set. Last year, this time last year, I said that I was committing to running 1,000 kilometres in 2020 and actually ran more than 1,000 kilometres over the last calendar year, which was fantastic. I am feeling super good, super fit, and I really have never been as fit as I am today. So that has been a really good thing to see a resolution through to the very end. You know, it wasn't easy. There were many times when I felt like I wanted to give up, that I wanted to stop, but I just pressed on. I kept on pushing through, knowing that it was going to be good for me, knowing that it would glorify God as I look after my body as a temple of the Holy Spirit, as Scripture says. And I kind of got there in the end, step by step, pace by pace, run by run, puff by puff, got there and achieved the goal. And, you know, I don't know. I'm thinking this year I might even... I did a half marathon in 2020, and I don't know, maybe I should give a crack at a full marathon. I don't know. But safe to say, I'm feeling good, I'm feeling fit, and I'm, I'm excited to have looked back and achieved the goal. But that's enough about me. You don't want to hear about me. I want to I ask you this. What's your new normal going to look like this year, friends? What shifts are you going to make in your life, like I made in my life last year, in creating a God-honouring kind of way of life in 2021? What habits are you going to introduce in your life so that you can better honour, serve and love God and love other people well too? You know, there are countless things that we could resolve to do. We could have health goals. We could have financial goals. We could have relational goals. All of these kind of things are good. But what I want to do today is actually share with each of us some really important ones that God actually wills for every single one of us. Why? Why do I know this? Well, Scripture says so. It's as simple as that. The Bible says that these things are things that God wants for every single one of us. I'm going to share five with you today. God's Word, prayer, community, mentoring, and hospitality. So let's start from the top. Let's all choose in 2021 to make God's word a feature of our new normal. The psalmist in Psalm 119 verses 97 through to 105 describes the incredible benefits, the incredible benefits that come about in people's lives when they consume and cherish God's word. Here's what the psalmist writes, verse 97. Oh, how I love your law. It is my meditation all the day. Your commandment makes me wiser than my enemies, for it is ever with me. I have more understanding than all my teachers, for your testimonies are my meditation. I understand more than the aged, for I keep your precepts. I hold back my feet from every evil way in order to keep your word. 
I do not turn aside from your rules, for you have taught me. How sweet are your words to my taste, sweeter than honey to my mouth. Through your precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. God's word is an incredible gift to us. God's word is truth and will if we allow it to, if we cherish it, if we consume it and sit with it and meditate on it, it will give us insight and will give us wisdom and help us to faithfully follow Jesus in life. There are so many ways that we can grow in God's word. We could commit to doing a yearly Bible reading plan. That would be a great way to immerse ourselves in God's word. We could write out scriptures in our physical diaries. If you're into that sort of thing, that could be something, journaling scriptures. You could join a connect group and study God's word, discuss, wrestle with God's word, with other believers, sharpening one another. That could be a really good thing. You could listen to an audio Bible or even a Christian sermon podcast or a a Q&A sort of podcast about the faith on the way to work or after dropping kids to school. There are so many ways that we can go deeper in God's word. We could, and we're going to be hearing more about this from our guest speaker next week, Graham Hill. We could get in the habit of growing in the truth of God's word through memorizing scripture. There are so many ways that we can engage in a deeper way with God's word. I'm wondering right now, How is Holy Spirit stirring you to engage in a deeper way with God's word in 2021? How is he calling you to make reading God's word, loving God's word, consuming God's word a part of your new normal in the new year? You can be sure of this. He's going to guide you. He will, as you seek him out, he'll he'll be honoured and he'll show you the things that he actually wants for you to do to grow as a person of God and grow deeper in love for his revealed word. So that's the first, making God's word a feature in your new normal. And the second is this, let's all choose in 2021 to make prayer a feature of our new normal. Paul writes these encouraging words in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Ever wonder what God's will is for your life? You could do worse than following this. It's right there, in written, written down for all of us. This is God's will for every single one of us. And if prayer is, by definition, simply two-way communication, with God, then it makes sense that prayer can only be a really good thing for us, a really fruitful pursuit for us and for our relationship with God. Prayer is how we connect with our awesome Father in heaven. Prayer is how we foster relationship with God. It's how we hear his voice and how we receive guidance in life. When we pray, we're changed and More often than we'd think, 
God actually changes things too. God loves to move on the prayers of his people. I don't know about you, but I've found that there is nothing more faith-building to have prayed intentionally into a certain situation and then to, to go away from it. And sometimes, if we're honest, we can even forget about these sort of things and then hear later that God actually answered our prayers. It is so encouraging to know that prayer is a powerful tool. It's something that is a real blessing for us. It brings honour to God and it changes the world. It really does. That is so encouraging, prayer is, for our faith. You can pray by yourself, obviously. That's a great thing to do, to go in a quiet place, just like Jesus did, and pray by yourself. You can pray with your Connect group. You can join us on a Tuesday night for Tuesday prayer, or very soon you'll be able to join us again for Sunday church services where we will pray together as well. There are so many ways that you and we all can grow in prayer. I'm wondering again, how now, right now, is God stirring your heart in terms of prayer? How will you make prayer a key feature of your new normal in 2021, friends? Prayer is such a blessing. Prayer is such a blessing. And I'm confident that you will not regret making the resolution or even just the choice to immerse yourself, to invest in your prayer life in 2021. You won't regret it at all. So God's word, prayer, and the third is this. Let's all choose in 2021 to make community a feature of our new normal. You know, in 2021, it would be easy. It would be so easy to not re-engage fully with being an active member in Christian community, wouldn't it? It would be so easy. We've become so accustomed to doing what we're doing this morning, to meeting together, but not in person, just online. And it will. It's going to take some time to get used to meeting in person again. And that's fine. It's going to take me a while to get used to that as well. But being a part of Christian community is, and and in person is always better, being a part of Christian community is one of the key ways that we can actually stay on track and grow in our faith. We miss out on so, so much if we don't meet up regularly with other believers. And, And here's the thing, we're members of a family. If we're not there, others also mess out, miss out on what we have to contribute to their lives and invest in their lives as well. Hebrews 10, 24 to 25 explains what happens, the beautiful things that occur when believers gather together regularly. Verse 24, And let us consider how to stir up one another to love and good works, not neglecting to meet together, as is the habit of some, but encouraging one another, and all the more as you see the day drawing near. This is the role that God calls each and every one of us to play in his family. God longs for us to play the part of a faithful sister or a faithful brother in investing in the lives of other children of his. Someone who stirs up others to love God and to love others, who encourages and urges other people to continue to do good works for God's glory. And we do that really effectively when We commit to be active members in a Christian community, in our community 
of Liberty Family Church. Community doesn't happen only on a Sunday. There is no doubt about that. Sunday is one day of seven in our weeks. And yet Sundays are so crucial. They are so important because Sundays are one of the days that regularly the entire church community can gather together to encourage and nurture and support one another and worship God together. And that is why they will always be so important. Connect groups are also a key way in which we can immerse ourselves in and also contribute to Christian community, authentic Christian community, where we get invested in and we also invest spiritually in the lives of other believers too. I'm wondering, friends, how is God calling you to go deeper in terms of Christian community in your new normal in 2021? There's nothing like getting together with other people. There's nothing like it, getting the body of Christ together in one place. And there's nothing better than Christian community. I want to encourage you, choose today to make Christian community a feature of your new normal in 2021. So we've looked at God's word, prayer, community, and now here's the fourth. And it's related to the third. Let's all choose in 2021 to make mentoring a feature of our new normal. I'm wondering, have you got a mentor? Have you got someone who you can be really vulnerable with and real with? Someone who you can share what's truly going on in your life, in your family, in your marriage, in your work situation, in the deepest parts of your soul? Have you got someone who you can share with, who you know just has got your back and won't judge you in any shape or form, but is there to encourage and urge you to keep on the track with Jesus Christ? Have you got a mentor in your life? There's a proverb that, for me, really highlights the importance of having these kind of beautiful, wise people, these influences, positive influences in our lives. And here's Proverbs 13, 20. It's the one that, I'm, that really highlights this for me. It says this, Whoever walks with the wise becomes wise, but the companion of fools will suffer harm. If we want to grow and become wise, and when I read this, I don't think of just in terms of one aspect, but I think of holistic wisdom, the whole of life wisdom. In every facet of our lives, we need to hang out with the right people. We need to hang out with, the Bible says, wise people. And the flip side is true as well. If we don't hang out with wise people, if we hang out with fools, we will suffer harm, guaranteed. Maybe some of us know that from experience. I certainly do. We will suffer harm. And here's the thing. You don't need to have an abundance of these kind of wise mentors. Personally, I've got two in my life. I've got two people that regularly mentor me. But I would suggest that having a mentor in your life who can invest in you and challenge you and keep you accountable to the things that actually truly matter in life. I want to say that I'd suggest that that could only be a really positive thing for you. That could be a really positive thing, not only for you, but also by relationship, 
the people who you love, all those people around you, in your church community, in your family, in your workplace, in your home, wherever it is, could only be a good thing for you. I know personally, from personal experience, it has been incredibly beneficial thing to have mentor relationships in my life. That's for sure. I'm wondering, even as you've heard this, mentor, who's Holy Spirit putting in your mind's eye and inviting you, encouraging you to go and approach them and ask if they'd consider being a mentor for you? How are you going to make mentoring a feature of your new normal in 2021? There's no doubt that we are best when we're in relationship with others and we grow significantly, holistically significantly, we grow when we are humble ourselves and we're humble enough to be mentored by others. You won't regret it, guaranteed. So choose to make mentoring a feature of your new normal in 2021. So we've looked at God's word, prayer, community, mentoring. And now let's look at the final one for today. Let's all choose in 2021 to make hospitality a feature of our new normal. You might be thinking, well, that's a bit weird. Why finish off with hospitality? Well, hospitality is something that the Bible celebrates time and time again. All throughout Scripture, we see people of God are hospitable and Scripture urges us to be hospitable too. Here are a few examples. 1 Peter 4.9, show hospitality to one another without grumbling. Romans 12.13, contribute to the needs of the saints and seek to show hospitality. Hebrews 13.2, do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. Really is everywhere in Scripture, and it's everywhere in Scripture for a reason. Hospitality, being hospitable, welcoming, warm, is something that makes people, generally speaking, feel really at ease. It, it helps people to relax. In the Christian community sense, hospitality can help to foster an environment where people feel so comfortable that they feel safe to be vulnerable, to open up about how they're doing, to share freely about their life's journey, their struggles, and where they're at right at this moment with Jesus Christ. In other circles, perhaps when we're hosting some neighbours for a a drink or a, a coffee or a dinner or something like that, people who maybe don't yet know Jesus, hospitality is a wonderful tool for breaking down barriers and for helping people to feel safe with us. It is. It's, it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. In a very real sense, hospitality is something that Holy Spirit uses to, to really break down barriers in people's hearts so that the gospel seeds that we're naturally sowing as we love Jesus and we're just wanting to bless other people so that those gospel seeds can really take root in people's hearts and in their lives. Hospitality is beautiful. It reflects the heart of God. God is a hospitable God. And it's good for people and it's good for us too. I'm wondering, 
How is God stirring you to go deeper in hospitality in your new normal in 2021? We all like eating and drinking after all. We're Aussies. It's part of our culture. So do others and yourself a favour and choose to make hospitality a feature of your new normal in 2021. Now, look, I don't know exactly what your new normal is going to look like, friends. I don't know what 2021 has in store for any of us. 2020 certainly showed us that we can make plans and we can do things, but in the end, nothing is certain in life. We know that is true for sure. But I do know this. I do know this. Regardless of what 2021 looks like, if you incorporate these five ways into your new normal next year, you will honour God, you'll honour God, you will genuinely really bless other people and it will actually go really, really well for you. For you. It'll go really well for you. And I would think that that can only be a really good thing. Amen? So how about we pray and let's invite God to really seal these words on our hearts and invite him to really guide us as we consider what our new normal is going to actually look like in the new year that is soon to be upon us. So let's pray and invite Holy Spirit to, do, to work as only he can. Holy Spirit, we do just give you honour. We give you glory. We thank you, Holy Spirit, that you want to see us embrace these things in deeper measures. You're always wanting to take us deeper in faith, God. And we know that when we are people who invest in these kind of spiritual pursuits, that it is good for others, it honours you, and it's going to be really good for us. So Jesus, guide us in this, we pray. Give us revelation, Lord, for the particular ways that you are calling us to grow in these areas. And Lord, may we be people who look back at the start of 2022 and see the fruit come from the choices that we resolve to make right now. So God, guide us in it. Would you get all the glory? And would people come to know you, Jesus, because of these investments that we choose to make with your help this in the year ahead? So we pray this, Jesus, in your mighty name. Amen.